Well, welcome once again to another Positive Leadership Podcast. This particular episode is simply called Empathy and Compassion. Empathy and Compassion, two critical attributes that every successful leader must cultivate. I spend a lot of time on these podcasts talking about many different attributes of leadership. I've talked about integrity, trust, transparent communications, patience, resiliency, and how they are all important, even critical to effective leadership. But lately, a few big-name CEOs in the headlines have given me pause to think about some leadership attributes even more than I have in the past. Their antics and very unreasonable working demands have really given me a reason to think more about what really makes a great leader. Is it their ability to get things done? While a lot of people would argue with me that bottom line results are the only thing that count, but from where I sit, down in the leadership trenches, I have to disagree. While the financial success of notable figures such as Elizabeth Holmes, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and Jeff Bezos can hardly be argued, and they certainly do get things done, there's a lot of debate on whether or not these people are great leaders. They're successful, well, that's for sure. And each one of these people have shown themselves to be great entrepreneurs, smooth-talking extroverts that have a lot of charisma. And as I said before, they do get results. But I'm going to make the case that they are all horrible leaders, which I'm sure will put me in a lot of hot water with a lot of people that listen on these podcasts. But hear me out. Why do I argue that these people are such poor leaders? Because while every one of these people have been social media darlings, well, that's at least until some of their behavior comes out as fraudulent, such as the case with Elizabeth Holmes. The reason why I say that these people are not real, authentic noble leaders is because of this single fact. Every one of them, every one of them, is lacking two important attributes that are absolutely essential for authentic, noble leadership. That's compassion and empathy for the people they lead. I would argue, in fact, that most of the people that I've talked about are just downright narcissistic. And one of the characteristics of a narcissist is lack of compassion and empathy. Now, everyone has their own reasons for working for each one of these rather famous business entrepreneurs, and I'm not going to begrudge their particular reasons for sticking around. But watching from the sidelines, it appears to me that every one of these business entrepreneurs that I've mentioned have really churned through a whole lot of people, and worse yet, it seems like they just don't care. Time and time again, there are far too many stories of the horrible treatment that I would personally never tolerate and I would walk away from on the spot. Again, not to begrudge the people that stay. They all have their reasons. I know some are staying for the possible fame and fortune that come their way. Some stay because of the financial situation is such that they can't leave. But some of the antics of these famous people, especially one in particular, Elon Musk prove that compassion and empathy are not characteristics that they possess.
Why am I picking on Elon Musk in particular? While there are almost too many outrageous incidents that I can point to to show out that he lacks empathy and compassion, the one that really stuck out for me was his response to the request of his personal assistance of 12 years for a raise. Now, Mary Beth Brown had been extremely loyal to Elon and had gone out of her way above and beyond what would normally be expected for a personal assistant, meeting his every personal whim and doing it by spending what I consider way too many hours of the day doing every possible personal task that she felt she needed to do. So she thought it was reasonable to ask for a raise. What was Elon's response? Well, instead of considering the request and then just saying yes or no, like a normal person would, he tells her to go away for two weeks. And then upon her return, the first thing he promptly does is he fires her. He says, I don't need what you have provided for me in the last 12 years. Okay. Well, I, for one, would be interested to see whether or not he's hired someone else since then. But whether he has or hasn't is kind of irrelevant to this discussion. This is just one example of how he has treated people that work for him with an almost total lack of empathy or compassion. Another one of Elon's famous examples of his lack of compassion and empathy was his recent demand to Twitter employees to actually sign a document indicating their willingness to work, quote-unquote, hardcore. Now, I'm not sure what hardcore actually consists of, but according to some of the now former Twitter employees, it meant working at least 80-plus hours a week, as well as working on holidays and weekends. Well, what was the result of the last Musk demand? Of the 4,000 remaining Twitter employees, remember he did lay off 50% of the staff prior to this, rumor has it that only 2,000 are willing to take such a pledge. Now, it's too early to see whether or not all of this chaos at Twitter is going to send the corporation into bankruptcy or not. And there's a good chance it might. I thought this sacrifice your soul for the good of the company management philosophy was a thing of the past, a holdover from the robber baron days of 1800s. But I guess it's not. So as you can probably guess by now, the abusive management antics of these famous people have really struck a real negative nerve in me. It just really pains me to see anyone in positions of power get away with such abusive behavior to their fellow human beings. And it really chafes me when I hear people call this leadership. A person's ability to abuse their power position to get other people to do what they want them to do might be a lot of things, but it's certainly not leadership. And even though I still personally think that capitalism is the best economic system for any society, it's the extreme abuses of power by people like Mr. Musk, Ms. Holmes, and others that cause many to call for other types of economic systems such as socialism or communism which in my opinion are far worse. It's because I think the major advantage of capitalism for all of its abuses is that the marketplace will eventually weed out the worst of the horrible managers. It certainly did in the case of Elizabeth Holmes. The way it does it is usually through bankrupting the company or finding out fraudulent behavior, which unfortunately causes a lot of pain for the employees of the firm and their families. But what ends up happening in socialist and communistic forms of society is far worse. Because there is almost no way to weed out the bad apples, as often the government that's in charge of these socialist and communistic forms 
of society are just as corrupt as their corporations are. But enough of my musings on the relative merits of economic systems. We're here to talk about positive leadership. And positive leadership requires two elements that these folks all lack, compassion and empathy. And having spent some time thinking about this over the last couple of weeks, especially comparing my successes and the successes of those who I admire in leadership, I think the two attributes that really distinguish truly great leaders from mediocre or even horrible ones is the fact that truly great leaders have compassion and empathy for their followers in spades, even to the point that they will make great personal sacrifices for their followers to ensure that these people have the best possible place to work, especially those that work in difficult field situations. President Zelensky of Ukraine has shown these traits of empathy and compassion. He has shown up in active war zones and have talked to the citizens of Ukraine in the streets, urging them to fight on. While it's no doubt that the Ukraine military has certainly been bolstered by modern equipment from the West, there can be little doubt that the empathy and compassion shown by Mr. Zelensky has inspired his entire nation to carry on. He has even been compared to the great Winston Churchill. Now, will Elon Musk experience success at Twitter? Maybe, but he could be just as well running Twitter into bankruptcy from his total lack of compassion and empathy. His hardcore management style already has Twitter's major advertisers sitting on the sidelines and has caused 50% of his remaining staff to just up and walk out. And believe me, had I been working on Twitter, I would have been one of them. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. But I'm betting on bankruptcy. A social media company's product is its people. Dictatorial leaders who insist that their employees sell their souls for the company store rarely do well as leaders in the long run. Well, they might have some quick overnight successes, make a lot of money, and even be celebrated in the media as business geniuses. But what the media doesn't report is that many of them flame out after a while because they're leadership style is so obnoxious and toxic that after a while, people just refuse to engage in it. So how do you avoid the situation? Unfortunately, if you're dealing with someone in a power position who lacks empathy or compassion, it's very unlikely that they will ever turn around. I've never heard of it. So that means it's up to the subordinate to decide what to do about it. It's a classic case of, should I stay or should I go? So what's my final advice? For every aspiring leader out here who's listening to this podcast, I would urge you not to become enthralled by this leadership style. It's a false god to pursue. Hardcore work isn't productive in spite of what Elon Musk or what others might think. Study after study after study about productive work shows that a person's productive work falls off dramatically after about 35 hours. And some of these same studies have borne out the fact that someone who works over 70 hours a week is actually less productive than someone who works 40. That's right, less productive than someone who just puts in 40. Yes, that means that someone who's working hardcore, and that's defined by Elon Musk as 80 hours plus a week, is actually less productive than someone who works 40 hours. That's not Dr. Dave talking. Those are hard facts from research done by none other than Harvard Business School and MIT. So regardless of what all the alpha males in the world tell you and what they think about this hardcore worth ethic, 
While it might work for you, Mr. Musk, it does not work in keeping businesses effective or efficient in the long run. What works, especially in the long run, is compassionate, empathetic leadership that says things like, hey, we have a huge backlog of work here. Let's be smart about it and start hiring some more people. In the long run, your organization will be just as profitable, just as efficient, and probably more effective because you'd be willing to work for an organization that doesn't burn people out with their unreasonable work demands. You might even find that you become one of those five-level great organizations that Dr. Jim Collins talks about in his book, Good to Great. You know, an organization that is so well-led and its people are so productive that they consistently, year in and year out, beat the street and become a place where everybody is seeking to work. Well, that's all I have for you today. I'm your host for Positive Leadership, Dr. Dave Martin, and I'll be talking to you again real soon.